Well, welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda, along with my wonderful co-host, Cheryl, Brooke, Lisa, and Joanna. Welcome, you guys. Hey. This is our last show of our Fruit of the Spirit series. Mm -hmm. What'd you think? Awesome. Lots. <laughs> Incredible series. Reflective, yeah. Yeah, lots of the nine characteristics. Challenging. And challenging, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. To you, our viewers, if you miss any of our shows that were challenging on love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and today's self-control, go over to seeherelove.com to get all caught up. We've had some amazing guests and spicy, convicting discussions over these past <laughs> few weeks that we hope you've been encouraged to live out these fruit of the spirit every day just like ourselves. So today we're finishing up our series with self-control. And everyone looks away and clears their throat when I say that. But the definition of self-control is the ability to control oneself, in particular one's emotions and desires or the expression of them, especially in difficult situations. So keep that in mind as we chat and talk about self-control. But before we chat with this team about self-control, let's now go to Edmonton, Alberta and hear from Caitlin and Kathy, two strong voices representing the Gather Women movement and leaders who are championing other Canadian women leaders. I love that the Gather voices are here to end our Fruit of the Spirit theme. Thank you, Kathy and Caitlin, for being with us. Thanks for having us. Big topic to talk about self-control. Kathy, I want to ask you, why do you think that self-control was the last fruit of the fruit of the Spirit? We've gone through all of them and then bam, at the very end, self-control. It's unfortunate that it's there, <laughs> yeah. but we have to own that. And right. I think it's the one fruit of the Spirit that can make or break us, especially as women. <sighs> if we don't get a handle on this, if we don't have some tools, some principles to live by in this area, mm -hmm. it could elevate us or see us the other direction. <laughs> right. Why do you think it's so hard? I mean, for women, like I, I struggle with self-control. Like I love to eat a little bit more. I love to stay awake past the time I should. I work too hard. Like if I actually did a little bit of like, you know, a little test on me, I don't think I would do well in self-control. What would you say? What's, why do we struggle with it? I think that's common for, <laughs> for one thing, but I honestly think we don't talk enough about the physiological aspects. Mm -hmm. Like what's going on inside of our bodies and even in our brains, you know, when it comes to impulse control. And I think wow. maybe the better that we understood the science of, of just an impulse, uh, maybe the more control we could grasp over that and, okay. and techniques and strategies. What would you say would be a simple technique to help us with self-control? I think uh, truly just understanding um, the fact that, that as we practice it, it really does, it's something that grows oh, okay. in the brain. And I think understanding that it will get easier mm -hmm. and just the, the knowledge of that, I think we don't always, we don't talk about it a lot. We mm -hmm. don't talk a lot about the virtue of it, but the connection between the practice and the outcome. Yeah, that's good. How would you define it? Because I think people would say, is self-control just me not eating a bag of chips? Absolutely right. not. Okay. It's, you have to be aware of your triggers, and I think right. you can control that which you are aware of. That which you are not aware of controls you. So it's not just Ooh. physical impulses, it's emotional impulses, like playing a bad track over in your head repeatedly. You need to step in at some point and say, I need to be aware of this. I need to know for me this is a trigger and so this is my strategy to change that tape. And so otherwise we allow the wrong messages, the wrong people to kind of tell us what we need to actually be being aware of and controlling 
on our own. It's good. Mm -hmm. The verse we're discussing, Proverbs 25, 28, says a person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. Huh. Immediate thoughts on that. And when you visualize that and hear that, what does that mean to you? Hmm. What would you say? Well, mm -hmm. I think lots of times in life, um, you know, we value what we can do and what we can show, and uh, and and we don't always think about leading ourselves first. Mm. You know, we think about leading mm. other people or mm -hmm. um, you know starting an initiative or something like that. But it's um, leading yourself is the beginning of the power to be able to lead so other people, good. right? And so that practice of self-control really leads to flourishing in all other areas of life. So not the brokenness of the wall, because I'm visually seeing mm -hmm. the broken down walls, but you're saying it wouldn't happen, the flourishing would be strong walls with boundaries and, and basically flourishing of the city. Well, yeah, I don't think Sounds we often so. connect our ability to practice self-control with the bag of chips with our effectiveness maybe in the workplace ah, and yeah. relationally, maybe yeah. with employees that we work with, when in fact all of that's connected and that's why God put it in right. the scriptures, yeah. it matters. Right. Kathy, what about you, the thoughts well, on that verse? Agree, boundaries is a huge thing and when you can self-manage, you automatically set appropriate boundaries. So it does mean managing your environment as well, but you cannot manage anything outside of you effectively until you have learned to do this. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the hardest. It's ownership, it's responsibility, it's the face you look at in the mirror that's yours, that's on your watch. And when you don't do it, you allow other people to tell you oh. who you are. Mm -hmm. So how would you, you personally cultivate it? Because I think I want for our viewers and listeners to say, okay, I, I've acknowledged I have this, this issue. I, I don't have, or I'm demonstrating this fruit of self-control. What would you say would be what, how, maybe something simple that you do to help cultivate self-control in your own life and, and some encouragement to, to them? Right, I think look at the journey of finding yourself as something in the end result will serve others well. So Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, spiritual formation, find out about you and then learn to be aware of what makes a healthy you and then what your triggers are that would lead to some healthy behavior. Mm. And then have people around you that will be tell the truth to you and, and tell you that you, know, you need to stop that, it's not healthy. <laughs> so I think awareness and then putting into practice the resources that will keep you accountable because you have to take that self out into the big world. Right. And it's important how you show up. It's important as a woman how you show up healthy yeah. and aware. That's really good. Yeah. yeah, I think it's our it's our very being that has power mm -hmm. in the world. And, mm -hmm. and so for me, uh, as a Christian and as a person who practices spirituality, it's mm -hmm. really important practices like meditation that mm -hmm. actually allow you physiologically to be able to enter in uh, to a space that, that gives you the strength, um, both physically and spiritually, mm -hmm. to do the thing that you want to do. Because I think we all want to have more self-control. Yeah. Um, but in order to, to set yourself mm -hmm up for success, there's just certain things that you can do to make that happen. When you look at the life of Jesus, yeah. where do you see him exerting and living out self-control? Every minute of his life. <laughs> I mean, right. So I have an app on my phone, it's called Examine. So at the end yeah. of every day, it's my app, so I go to, and you have to ask questions about your day. Mm -hmm. And I think almost 99% of the questions are tied to the self-control fruit. Really, seriously, like all of the other fruits are amazing, but you're controlling the button, the, the radar, the dot, the red dot, 
the self-control then helps you exhibit the other fruits of the Spirit. And so cool. I think that his center obviously was God, that meditation, that checking yeah. in. Mm -hmm. And uh, he just, it was just a daily practice and rhythm for yeah. him. So I think it's rhythm, it's cadence, yeah. habit, yeah. ritual. And I think so too, because sometimes I'm thinking he had to have self-control because some of the people he hung out with and he was with, you just want to be like, oh, and just keeping, <laughs> keeping that all in, yeah. right? Like keeping yeah. Yeah. that place of him when he could have totally done other things because yeah. he was yeah. fully God and fully man. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's good. So it's examine is what yeah. you have. Examine. That's a great, that's a great tool. Caitlin. Yeah, I think that's so true that we forget that about Jesus, <laughs> that he was a real man yeah. and that he really felt these things. Yeah. Like he felt frustration, he felt impatience. Um, and so he, he really can identify with us in those things. And he really did model ways that work. So I just think of the way that he got away from people. Like he would go up to the mountain and, and pray and he knew he needed to get away and be alone in order to just hear clearly what he needed to do to have focus, to have that focused place to live from. But we've got so many voices coming at us in our culture right now that it's gotta be a pretty deliberate decision to practice that consistently in your life. In the last minute, viewer, listener, who was saying, okay, give me some encouragement on this. I'm gonna to start today, um, self-control. What would you say? I think if you look at it as a skill to be learned and not an impossible you know, illusion that mm -hmm. I can never gain self-control, uh, you have the resources you need mm -hmm. uh, at your disposal and it's the power of the Holy Spirit in your life that actually helps Good. you do that. Mm -hmm. And take advantage of people around you who can walk alongside you in that and just say, look, this is an area I'm weak at. But mm -hmm. put, into, put into practice just some very simple disciplines and it's very doable. And I think what you're going to be surprised at is that you're gonna like you at the mm. end of said it like in six months this is the woman i want to be if mm -hmm. i put these very simple practices into place and then go back or write a letter to yourself and say in six months i'm writing to kathy and i see her as you know oh, not eating good. that bag of chips on <laughs> every sunday night <laughs> like but whatever it is good, and then you've yeah. got some goals but make it doable and make it a journey into yourself that you know at the end of the day will serve others that's good mm -hmm. excellent caitlin yeah i think a couple things don't compare your path to somebody else's right. oh, yes. um, and just wherever you're at you're at and sometimes starting small with disciplines and making something you know realistic that you can stick to um, and sometimes uh, it's maybe not maybe the end goal is not practicing self-control perfectly to, to lose weight. I don't know. Maybe the, the goal is, is to be in connection with God mm. in a way that He gives you the power to live in the way that He's calling you to live. And so just reassessing the goal, I yeah. think, sets us up for success. Beautiful. So, yeah. Kathy, Caitlin from Gather Voices, thank you for your thoughts, your encouragement, and inspiration to us today. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Caitlin and Kathy from Gather Voices. Great thoughts on what self-control is and how to develop healthy habits. Okay, team. <laughs> Are you ready? I want to hear your thoughts on self-control. When you think of self-control, what comes to mind? Definition, visual, why are people going like this? <laughs> oh no. Is this a hard one for y'all? <laughs> it's like the last one of, of the series and it's like the hardest one. All right. So what comes to mind for me is, girl, you're in trouble. <laughs> You need to listen and learn. That's that's what's coming to me. Okay. Self-control for me, uh, I would have been good up until the last be part of your definition. Okay. In difficult times, can't that's always good. control this. She's She's got a mind of her own. This, okay. This thing. 
<laughs> oh, you mean you're talking about like verb, like like just like, like holding back, you talk restraining about. back. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, not yeah. not so much actions, but just I I kind of bleh. Okay. A lot. Yeah. Joe? I mean, the thing that comes to mind for me is always to do with like health, like personal health with exercise and food and all that kind of stuff. Like it's the running joke, like, you know, about how I love McDonald's and all that kind of stuff. And like my nails are painted Coca-Cola red right now. <laughs> Because I love Coke, yeah. a Coca-Cola, and so uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like I, I, what I'm saying is that like struggling for me with like having um, a good relationship to bad foods. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we've got food, and then we've got bad foods, and then speech, speech temperament. Speech. Okay. Yeah. Rook. Yeah, I mean, all of those things. I have to be very intentional and very thoughtful about everything I do in my life with my actions, with my words, with my eating, with my exercising, mm -hmm. with my social media, like mm. every, like really, mm -hmm. I don't know one area of my life that I don't struggle in trying to like have self-control in it, to be honest. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. So. For me, self-control, um, it's about a battle with yourself. For me, really it is. Um, and it's about mastering those things, those desires, those reactive, those um, things that we want but we know we shouldn't go overboard, whether it's good or bad in the eyes of the secular world. Anything to the extreme really throws us off kilter. And I don't know how many of you used to play Nintendo growing up, but I used to watch my brother play, and there was this um, game called Link. Mm -hmm. And at the very end, the last boss or whatever you want to call it was Link fighting his shadow. Huh. And that's what comes to mind. Okay. You're battling, this is the last battle. Yeah. And you master yourself and then the fruit of the spirit can grow unhindered mm. with, yeah. you know, yeah. the occasional yeah. challenges in yeah. life. Yeah. But yeah. really, yeah. you master yourself. what do you yourself. struggle with in self-control? Yeah. Personal. Yeah. What, what do you? Come on, Lisa. What do you? We got, we got, we got Coca-Cola. We got talking. We got social media. <laughs> I have been told, and I actually agree with this. Uh, when it comes to my job at the CBS, Canadian Bible Society, it really is, I just want to do everything. There's ah, so much okay. demand. It is drawing those boundaries. Okay. And I think because my lifestyle, I am single, I'm very happily single, frees up actual hours, and then do I let everything else that is about the okay. ministry take over that? So right. it's really that That's kind good. of balance. Yeah. Okay, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, let's, um, please. So <laughs> everyone's like, okay. Um, I would say in time management, mm -hmm. in the sense of I could watch Netflix and binge for hours and then just sort of distract myself on other things. Um, I would say also in areas of social media, I can lose myself for hours in social media, just mm -hmm. scrolling or looking right. or adding. like just And, and so I, I guess it's self-control and like, time management on those areas, which I feel justified because I work hard. Right. So I'll right. justify it by saying, I deserve it, I'm tired, I just need to be entertained. But I think if I was really honest, that part of um, the self-control is, is greatly needed in that area. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So you just sort of sh shared with me where you lack mm -hmm. self-control. What would you say are, as you identify those areas that you do to help curb it then? Like what are some, because I think a lot of viewers and listeners are saying, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm there with them. Mm. What would you say are things that you've acknowledged it, but are there things that you do to help to say, okay, I can, I can exhibit self-control in this area? So for example, <laughs> Joanna. So I have a friend <laughs> who I have to call every time I go to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 
Hey, it's Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this amazing conversation, but I just wanted to let you know you're listening to the See Here Love with Melinda podcast, a web and television series produced by Crossroads Christian Communications. We get to produce fun, meaningful content for our See Here Love audience by the generosity of our supporters. So how can you help us and keep See Here Love on the air? We'll go right now to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. So much love and thanks to you. Now let's get back to our conversation. It's sort of this, again, it's a running joke, yeah. but I'm using it. It's it's funny, but also a sort of an illustration mm-hmm. of like, okay, like at the very least, I'm at least saying, and she does the exact same because we both have a bit of a problem with the fast food. Mm-hmm. And so um, she will text or call me, like I will text or call her. It's like kind of like the shameful, like I ate Taco Bell, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, what, but what I'm trying to express is this idea of some level of accountability. accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I had to call her like every week and tell her I ate Taco Bell, like, I, well, I don't because I, I know that I'm going to have to call her. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. right. yeah I don't want to have to be like shamefully on the phone all the time. So, yeah. so having some level of accountability and something that you struggle with, um, having someone you are going to call, and maybe they struggle with the same thing, so it actually helps you help each other that you're in it together. Yeah. yeah, so accountability. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, the book of James <laughs> talks about the taming of the tongue. Yeah. And that's what I'm practicing is really um, my, my theme this year is you don't have to say everything that comes to your mind, Cheryl. Yeah. Okay. Not everything. Some okay. things you can just sort of like filter down, not out. Um, and that's been my problem. I, I, I stand on this like I'm a truth teller and I will, I'll be the one to tell you the truth. Not everything yeah. needs to be shared. So I'm learning to tame the tongue. Okay, that's yeah. good. Taming the tongue. Yeah, I think okay. like, so for me, I kind of like back to the diet thing. I mean, I'm probably the only woman in the world that loves to eat a full bag of chips, right? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, great. I'm not alone. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I do. Like, I love, I love treats and I, I make an excuse to celebrate like everything. Like, Stevie, put out a new song. Let's celebrate. Let's get treats. And like, yeah. I, so because I love treats so much, I have to be on. I've actually, I, I eat keto uh, as, a, mm-hmm. as my own accountability because I know that if I'm not putting myself, restricting myself, I will just go like a crazy. Like I literally love to eat family size bags of chips by myself. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then you make the decision to then eat healthy. Yeah, I have to like intentionally put you myself put, like boundaries yeah. around it. A boundary around it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have yeah. to. I have to. And yeah. Not just like give in to your cravings kind of thing. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Lisa, your work. Um, there is a wonderful psalm in the Bible, Psalm 90, verse 12. It says, um, teach, me to, uh, teach me to number my days so that I may gain wisdom. And to balance that with me, okay, so I work my whole life. And then you have, I don't know, achievements. If you work, you work mm-hmm. hard. You know that yeah. there's stuff to show for it. But then when you die, what are you going to have on your gravestone? So it's just a sobering mm-hmm. moment. Like, yeah. is my relationship with my parents who live with me, and because they're aging, I've only got a certain number of days on this side of heaven with them. And so it's how to balance mm-hmm. that out. And that always yeah, sobers good. me up because we, we are limited in time. Yeah. 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 So. It's perspective, eh? It's yeah. yeah. good. Um, <laughs> Netflix and social media. Well, I have a husband that's very good that who doesn't get drawn into it. So it is sort of an in-house accountability where he'll be like, um, yeah. <laughs> 
Like he does these like little symbol things, yeah. right? And I and I get it, but it is good. It's hard though. I don't like being accountable mm. <laughs> to somebody, and especially that close to me who sees it. Mm. Yeah. Whereas the outside world doesn't see it, but when you're at home inside, they see it. And mm. so it's really good to have a husband that can that can speak that. And and I will say to choose to allow him to speak that into my life and to receive it. Yeah. Because it's but, in love. Yeah, and yeah. it's in love, right? But it's also just saying, you know what, when I wanna go, just click on, you know, to watch and binge watch, you know, wait. And I actually take a pause to say, what else can I be doing? Or something mm. that's even better for me than yeah. just binging for six hours, right? Yeah. So I think that's that part of, you know, self-control. You're all saying that we all struggle in those areas, but we also have put in things and places to help us, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to help us with accountabilities mm -hmm. around and help us to be better in that area. Mm -hmm. Why is it so hard though? Why is it so hard? Can I read you know? something from the Bible that okay. will describe yeah, for absolutely. us? Yeah. This is Romans 7. Um, but not 15. all of 7. No, right? no, okay. no. Just <laughs> a certain we only have two minutes, Lisa. I'm first 15, but I know that, um, so I really don't understand myself or I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Verse 19, I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. And it's a struggle <laughs> against the self mastery of self, yeah. those desires, whether yeah. it comes in, you know, uh, yeah. Taco Bell chips, our language or the way yeah. we express yeah. ourselves. Yeah. It's the mastery of self. Yeah. 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 That's it's really a maturity, right? Yeah. You have to be a grown-up yeah. if you want to have self-control. Yes. Like, like there's a lot of adults walking around doing metaphorical tantrums on the grocery store yeah. floor, wailing and crying mm -hmm. about their life or something yeah. going on and mm -hmm. yeah. not knowing how to control their eating and not knowing when to stop and put down their toys and not knowing when to stop watching the mm -hmm. TV and not knowing, you know, what's good to eat and when to stop talking or whatever it is. Like those yeah, are kids. Yeah. yeah, and we need to become more mature. Yeah. Yeah. Does it make sense then that all left this one to the very last fruit? Yes. <laughs> Like, yeah. like, think about that yeah. for a moment. He lists all of them. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, you know, faithfulness, yeah. gentleness, and then self-control. Yeah. yeah, if you can master self, then everything else flows out of that, I think. Yeah, he, so master I, he, he sounds, when you read his letters and you see his life, he knows what it means to go through that and to eventually, at the end of his life, come to a point where he's mastered that. Mm -hmm. He hasn't overcome it completely. That only happens when Christ comes, but yeah. he's mastered it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Apostle Paul, yeah. <laughs> for adding that as one of the characteristics of a follower of yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Great thoughts. We're going to hear more a little later uh, in the show with you all, so thank you so much. Well, now let's go and hear from Bruxy Cavey, pastor and author of The End of Religion, and Joanna's going to step off stage and share from the good word all about self-control. You know, sometimes I've heard people talk about their experience of the Holy Spirit as being absolutely genuine, and they know it. Why? because they completely lost self-control. I know it was the Holy Spirit that came upon me, they'd say. Why? Well, because I couldn't help myself, because I experienced X, Y, Z, whatever it may be, and it wasn't me doing it, I was completely out of control. Well, I, I won't debate anyone's particular experience of the Holy Spirit, but what I can say is that over time, the Holy Spirit wants to develop in you the exact opposite. It wants to envelop, uh, develop in you self-control. You see, the highlight of God's relationship with us is not when we completely surrender control and he takes over our bodies. Remember, he's made us in his image and in his likeness. And so he honors his own image in us. And part of what God is, is he's a, he's a choice maker. He has a will and a way. And he wants us to have a will and a way that aligns with his and partners with his, but doesn't have to be overpowered by his. You see, God wants more than puppets. 
and he wants more than pets. He wants people. Puppets, he would control. Pets, he would train. But then persons, he instructs and encourages. But then he wants to see us as his image bearers, make our own choices in wisdom. And so the Holy Spirit kind of rounds up the list of the fruit of the Spirit by promising to teach us self-control so we can make wise decisions. Sometimes when someone has a thought of wisdom, they think, I think this is a good idea. They say, but I don't know. Is it my thought or is it God's? And I would say to them, what does it matter? Because your thoughts are good thoughts if they're aligned with God's thoughts. He wants his children to have their own good thoughts. And self-control will help wrap all of this together as we grow in the image of God. And then the Apostle Paul rounds it all off by saying, against such things there is no law. It's his way of playing with the end of the old covenant. We no longer follow the way of rules, regulations, rituals, and routines, not because it's just anarchy and do whatever you want, but because the Holy Spirit is helping to shape our hearts to be more like Christ. This is the way of the new covenant. This is the way of the Spirit. If you've ever had to work towards a big goal in your life, you probably know something about self-control. That's the fruit of the Spirit we're talking about today. Whether that's like an athletic goal or a health goal, maybe that's a goal to do with your education. You know that you need self-control to accomplish it. You need self-control and boundaries around your life in other areas in order to accomplish it. Like you can't watch TV all the time, you have to have self-control there in order to study for your exams. Or you can't sleep in all day or eat all that food you want to eat if you're working towards an athletic goal. It's the same thing with all parts of our life, and that's why this fruit of the Spirit is so important to us. This, this one talks about, we talk about this in Proverbs 25, and, and Proverbs is full of all kinds of wisdom. I'd love you to read the whole thing. You can read one every day of the month, actually. There's 30 of them. But it says in Proverbs 25, verse 28, Like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. Isn't that so true? Don't you know that in your own life when, when you're feeling lack of self-control for yourself or you've seen it in other people, it's like there's not proper walls around them. Of course, walls in an old city were to keep the people inside safe and secure, to understand where their home was and to protect them from enemies on the outside. Another way that we talk about that as Christians is about the armor of God. We put on this armor from God in order to protect ourselves from the evil around us spiritually. We can't always see it, but we put on the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, belt of truth, and the shoes that are fitted with the gospel of peace so that we have protection and self-control from all that can come at us in this life. We need control over ourselves in order to not just let ourselves do whatever we want. We know that actually God's best for us is to actually achieve something and accomplish something in our life, which is why we need these kind of boundaries. So if you're struggling with self-control in some area of your life, I ask you to ask God for help in it. His spirit will help you today. Well, thanks, Bruxy, and thanks, Joanna, for your thoughts and the good word. Okay, so now let's kind of piggyback on what Joanna was saying in the scripture. Do you want to read that, Lisa, the Absolutely. scripture here? This is Proverbs 25, 28. A person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. <laughs> That's quite the visual, I will <laughs> say, yep. when you actually are thinking that. Um, okay, so what are your thoughts? I know that um, Caitlin and Kathy had some great thoughts about that too, but what would you say when you initially visualize that, see that, what... 
What are your thoughts? Um, a city that has broken down walls is not fortified, is not secure, is not protected. The enemy can come in at any point, mm -hmm. free mm -hmm. access, uh, nothing stopping it. And so if I don't guard my heart and my mind and get some self-control in my mm -hmm. life, um, the temptations of life uh, yeah. literally have a red carpet yeah, <laughs> not just that, right just in red carpet. Yeah, yeah. into my. Ooh, life. that's okay. a good visual. Yeah, yeah, Brooke. I just think without self-control in our lives, all of us, we would just be living like animals. Like we would be doing what we want. <laughs> like Lord of the Flies. Like, like, yeah, like yeah, like yeah. I really mean it. Like in every area of our lives, like we need self-control. Yeah. So like I, I plead, like I cry out for self-control in my life, so that I can be a good representation of Christ. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's good, mm -hmm. Lisa. Um, I resonate with what Cheryl was sharing because it's a, the analogy is intentionally military. You've lost the battle, end of story. When you lose self-control, you've lost the spiritual battle and that's it and the enemy has reign and he can manipulate you, he plays you like a fiddle. But there's grace in that. Like, I mean, we all lack in that, we struggle with it. But I, I think the one thing is, is that with accountability and even yes. with my personal relationship with God, there's a lot of grace where I'm like, man, I messed up. God, help me again to have that self-control in the areas that I'm really weak in. Mm. And I think it's good to have accountability in somebody that yeah. you can be honest with about, you know, to say. Joanna, what about you? Like you had some initial thoughts. Yeah, I think like self-control, it's tied to addiction. I mean, in some ways we're talking about socially acceptable addictions yeah. that mm -hmm. we have. Um, and it's cool to be addicted to social media because you get rewarded for it or it's good to be addicted to work because you get rewarded for it. But ultimately these things are like destroying us. It's the enemy coming in mm -hmm. through the walls that we've yeah. like yep. had all these access points. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's really, and I think the visual of the broken down walls, yeah. I mean, Thank you for Proverbs for giving us that because sometimes like I'm a visual learner. You need to actually see yeah. the impact when you don't live a life of self-control and you just let yourself go, whatever, I'm open to anything. I'm just going to go with what I feel and have no boundaries or restraint. That's what happens. You yeah. let your guard down. You literally let your walls down. I love what you said about the hope though and there's grace in that because other imagery throughout the Bible, God is the one who guards the city. So you can have walls, but if God's not guarding it, the enemy's going to get in anyway. Mm -hmm. And God is the fortification. He's the refuge. So again, tying back to the fruit of the Spirit, God's help in all this, what are you, you going to do with all these mm -hmm. commands that uh, you know, the Bible tells us if God is not in there? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for you, our viewers, for being with us. Thank you to Caitlin and Kathy, Bruxy and Joanna for your thoughts as well. But to our viewers for sticking with us through this whole series, 10 episodes and shows of the Fruit of the Spirit. We hope you learned a lot and are putting into practice some of the tools that we've mentioned along the way. That's our hope that we wanted to encourage you and ourselves to become the best version of ourselves, that through God's spirit with us, we can bear great fruit and live out love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, making the world a much better place. What good news. And so for more information on the Fruit of the Spirit series and to watch all of our past episodes, please head on over to seeherelove.com. And always know that you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. See, Here Love with Melinda is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. That's 1-800-265-3100. Tune in next week for more honest conversations with Melinda and the See, Here Love team.